Hi, my name is Carcia. Welcome to It's All Connected by Her Castle Girls. Hi, my name is Telly, and we're the Her Castle Girls, founders of the Bright Mindset Project. We are your mindful mavens and soulful sisters. Bright Mindset Project is a community that promotes the living your best life lifestyle through mindset, spirituality, and wellness. We believe that when the mind, body, and soul are taken care of with intention, we live the best quality life. We have the power to amplify our mindset and spiritual practices, become more magnetic, follow our authentic callings, lead in our own energies to become that version of our higher level selves that we know we can be. Our principles are based in personal and mindset development, spiritual practices, unconscious mind modalities, and yeah, some life experiences too. Cool with a bit of woo. This week on It's All Connected by Her Castle Girls, we chat with our friend Mia Dramensky. And we're here to basically talk about motherhood. This conversation stems off the conversation Telly and I had last week about parents and our childhood traumas. You can find the links to those in the notes below. Mia continues to embrace the title of learning on the go. She obsesses over everything marketing and advertising. And when it comes to the nine to five world, she has to juggle that along with her passion projects, her love for classical music, lifestyle, writing, public relations, and making sure her two kids go to bed on time. Overall, with her passion for brand storytelling, Mia has a background in arts and fashion, having worked with many up-and-coming artists and designers to help really shape their stories within the Canadian and international landscape. We hope this conversation allows for parents to embrace the art of not knowing. And rather than listening to statistics and outside validation, parents can use the love that they have for their children along with their personality to create the safest space for their child. are so excited to have our friends yes she has been a person in our lives now for like probably a decade right I mean (laughs) yeah pretty much our our entire like blogging career yeah she's been yeah she she has been there yes she's seen our very bad fashion outfits she's been there through (laughs) our many hairstyle changes she's seen us (laughs) looking glam and looking like yo girls not and that's when you know you're comfortable with people <laughs> yes mia jemensky she is of Girl. course she is so we know mia through pr yes. and through marketing mm-hmm. advertising she mm-hmm. was responsible for a lot of oh my the content gosh, yes. we were able to produce oh um, yeah she's dealt with some amazing brands and i'm talking like huge names and she's dealt with them and She's just an amazing person. Like she knows how to put on her work hat and get into that mode. And then she knows how to just take off that hat and just be a girlfriend. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's true though. Like that. <laughs> so well. And it's just we feel so honored and privileged that you're here with us on our podcast slash YouTube channel. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. No, thank you so much for having me. I can't believe it's been. Yeah, it's been it's been 10 years from way back when when I was just trying to play around with some fashion PR experimentation because I said, you know, why not? And uh, so grateful that the two of you came into my life because honestly, Aww. we've been through, no, we've been through a lot together. It's, it's been fun, like, you know, different, different waves. And there, there've been a couple of waves these last 10 years or so, which it's shocking, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, you know, only people that live in Toronto and know the Toronto oh fashion world know it's quite the community and um that's for you only understand it if you're in it (laughs) thank you so much for being here our topic today is on something that you actually brought to me for people that think that you know dming on instagram doesn't work it does as long as you're dming the right things right (laughs) and me i know just 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 good stuff exactly yeah just good stuff and um you know, based upon a conversation we had That's right. uh, a week ago about parents mm-hmm. and childhood trauma, it really inspired um, an idea that Mia had that yes. we are now bringing to fruition, which is, you know, parenting and the idea of, you know, being okay with not knowing, exactly. you know, the art of not knowing everything. That's it. And being okay with it. Mm-hmm. And I think this is so great, Mia, that, you know, as a as a businesswoman, as a professional woman who's also a mom. Mother of two, but she doesn't look like it. With that, it inspired us to yes. have this conversation on camera and on the microphone mm-hmm. to hopefully inspire women as we are getting to that point of the year where we honor our mothers, whether they be, you know, biological or a guardian adoptive, whatever, yes. grandma, yeah. whatever it is, someone that plays that female energy you know, force in your life. Yes. Um, I think this conversation is very important. And we couldn't do this, Telly and I, on our own because we're not moms. We're not moms. You know? But we got a mom mom up in here. Yes, but we got a mama here. Yeah. So. And she's, she's going she's gonna to educate y'all. So listen, yes. get your pens, get your paper, listen to this constantly and take your notes because she's going to school you all on the unknown of parenting. Because right. I still don't know everything, but that's where <laughs> it would be a nice idea to, to bring it up. No, jokes aside, something something came to me when when I heard your last session and, and I thought, you know, why not take this idea and like you said, you know, the, the master of DMs and don't don't be afraid to ask a question to see if you're gonna get an answer, right? And and that's that's kind of been my philosophy my you know not just I want to see my my whole adult life but I kind of you know even was like that before and I said you know why not you know take a chance and I I love your platform so much so that's why I thought it would be a great idea to to see if you'll 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 come on board so I'm I'm really grateful and and I hope that we're going to have a really great conversation becoming a first-time mom which, you know, even when women think about, you know, they're, ha- they're there with their cute little bellies and they're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to be a mom. And there's nothing I can do at this point to stop it, whether or not he or he or she comes. And when it does finally come out, it's this cute little bundle of joy. And although you're overwhelmed with emotions and you're so happy that this little bundle of joy is here, you're also thinking about, what am I doing? <laughs> 
What were some of the challenges that you had to face becoming a, a first-time mom? Yeah. Um, well, here, I mean, not, now I can confidently. Well, you know, you, you can't always feel 100% confident, but I, I can say now I have I have a, a seven-year-old. So my daughter is seven and my, my son is four. So yes. it's, it's been a little while now. Um, but it's true, you know, when, when, when you become pregnant and, and even when you're in the process of, of planning and, you know, feeling very grateful that I went through um, a, a pretty easy process to to become pregnant and to to have my kids um, you the, I think the first thing that comes is you're you're thinking about all the nice scenarios and of course you know thanks to social media you know you you see other people's experiences and, and so the way that I took it it was you know it's a sense of inspiration you're, you're getting you know very excited you're seeing you're you're just happy that you're you're going to be bringing this this new life into the world but when they do, um, it takes a little bit of, of a different turn. <laughs> so, um, you know, you, you can take all the crash courses and I was one of them. I took a crash course at, you know, the local hospital where I gave birth. And, you know, after you go through that two hour session and you think, yeah, I've got this, right? You know, I, I know this. They gave, they gave you all these great recommendations and then you come home with baby mm. and you look at baby and you say, who is this? Can I do this? And bottom line, WTF. And that happened on a on a daily basis. And you're you're happy. You're scared. You you know you you wake up and especially when you're when you're home alone with them. You know at the at the beginning, um, you know you've, you've got visitors. You have your family constantly checking in on you and coming to you. But at the end of the day, you know it's, it's still your responsibility. So, you know the challenge I think was you know was just having those experiences on, on a daily basis. And, you know, you've got your doctor's appointments and you're just trying to do everything right by the book. Your number one goal is not to make any mistakes. And when you're not sure, and especially when you're up at night and you're even in between feeding and you can't go to sleep, so you pick up your phone and what's the first thing that you do? You're going to go on Google because your baby is probably still, you know, having a little bit of, you know, lingering jaundice or, you know, you're having breastfeeding issues, which I had as well. So, you go to Google and, and, and Google should have all the answers for you. When Google is really the number one place that you should not go to. And that's why many people say, do not go to Dr. Google, <laughs> go to people who have experienced what, what you have, what you're experiencing. So th those are the challenges, you know, you, you have an expectation, which is very natural. Um, but then your reality is very different and it's, it's positive and, and negative. And, and just those negative things are just really, you know, scenarios of the unknown, right? That's, that's, that's really yeah. how I put it in. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love how you said, you know, don't go to Dr. Google. No. Yeah. Stay away. <laughs> no. Stay away from Dr. Google. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. really, and the funny yeah. thing is, sorry for jumping in, you still do it. It's, it's funny, like, you know, when, when in doubt, <laughs> you still think that maybe <laughs> after the, after so many years experience, you're going to be able to read through like the, the lines of, okay, this link's not going to do it for me. I'm going to look at this. No, just, just right. stay away. <laughs> I know it's, it it's is hard. very difficult. It's hard because you know you want to know everything you do you exactly. know the information is out there right yeah. so it makes it very um complicated to stay Ooh, away so it's on the phone and it's so yeah it's, it's so accessible easy. it's too easy it's it is. which is which is both yeah. a blessing and a curse at the same time yes oh so <laughs> one thing that i think about especially when it comes to really anything but i'm thinking about motherhood specifically mm -hmm. because We've got, you know, things that are themed for moms, like, yep. you know, mom blogs, mom Instagram accounts, yep. um, moms, monthly subscriptions, yep. different things. Um, were you ever 
bitten by the comparison bug at all when you had your first child? Interestingly enough, um, when I had my first, um, the reason why probably I wasn't um, was because actually within my immediate group of friends, I was actually the first to have a baby. Okay. So not too many mommy groups. I, I even, you know, while pregnant, I wasn't pregnant with someone else at the same time so that, you know, you could experience that together. So because of that, I I feel that I didn't, I didn't have that comparison bug because I had no one to, to compare it to. And I was also quite selfish. Um, as a mom, I, I really spent a lot of time, you know, at home. I was social, I went out, that was all fine. But when I was with, with my daughter, I, I really did a lot, you know, with her by myself. And, you know, I did maybe like a couple of, you know, those like, you know, circle music classes or anything like that. But it still wasn't actually until maybe like, you know, after six, seven months. So in the beginning, really, you know, really just, you know, focusing in on, on her. Um, but even though I didn't have, you know, immediate friends at the time who had uh, babies, I did have really close family and actually colleagues who really saved me. Um, they, you know, when it came to, to them, they had kids maybe a few years prior to me and their advice really meant the world. And it really was nice to have, you know, colleagues, you know, colleagues, you know, when, when it comes to your nine to five, um, you see these people sometimes more than your family. And they really become, you know, this extended family for you. And they have, you know, different types of advice because they know you differently. And I think that's what was really nice. You know, when I received advice from family, those are people who live and breathe right beside you. So they know you in a completely different way. So their advice is going to be different. And then that was the same thing with colleagues. And when I when I had my my daughter, that that was really what I experienced. And I, and I'm, I, I personally and selfishly, I feel really happy um, that I didn't compare a lot because that can really get to someone's head and already when um you know hormones you're vulnerable you're really in in a place that you're not you know you don't know who you are as that person at that time and you and you go through a lot of back and forth you have days where you feel like yourself again and then there are days where you you feel like you've gone back 10 steps um but when i had my my second that was a little bit different um i had some immediate friends who started also having babies so we were also some of us are pregnant at the same time and that was a really interesting experience because i guess with my second what happened was that i didn't go through that whole comparison phase at all and instead it was nice kind of you know doing both i gave advice and i also heard through their experiences and instead of comparing i really you know took that as you know a form of inspiration um trying to to look past that because you have to accept right away that your experience is not going to be identical to someone else's and vice versa. Um, it's very hard to to accept that um, and it takes a lot out of a person and it's not easy, you know, you, on, on a daily basis, you it's, it's kind of like a job in itself, if I can be honest. Um, but what, what that did was it, you know, it kind of it made my, my second child experience very different, you know, listening to myself from the first time around, but then also being able to, you know, to see sources of inspiration around me through through my family and friends. So, yeah, I feel like I had a unique experience, but I hope it's not unique, and I hope that others have have gone through that as well. Wow. Yeah, I cool. bringing that yeah. up. This idea of, you know, everyone's experience is different. Mm -hmm. I think that's important because we live in a world where it's filled with again knowledge. So that data that mm -hmm. everyone's been collecting, and doctors mm -hmm. say, well 
you know, five out of 10 people, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. So yeah. it puts this pressure on parents to say, oh, if my child is not doing this by three months, they feel away. Yeah, it's all my yeah. fault. Right. And, yeah. you know, then guilt starts coming in yeah. and then you start feeling shameful because you're like, oh, maybe I'm not doing this parenting thing. You expire right. while control. Yeah, why is it easier for somebody else? And it's 10 times harder for me. What am I doing wrong? And this person, right. like it's it's effortless for them. So, and it's and it's very easy to uh, to jump into that and to, to kind of put yourself, you know, in this hole or in this tunnel. Um, and you have to, I think it's really important for people to accept that there, there are multiple ways of doing something. My logic is not going to be the same as your logic or it's yes. not going to be next to me. But again, it's, it's a very hard mindset to be in because mm-hmm. we have so much information around us. And, you know, the fact that and the reason why I'm thinking this is because we've we've done so, so many fashion related things together that so when you fast fashion, I think about that even for information, fast information. It's, it's the exact same. It's yes. around you and it could, you know, it can pop up really quickly. Someone can think up of something regardless if it's right or wrong. But it's there, it's floating around and someone's going to take it and, and believe it or interpret it however they think it's going to, to suit them. So yeah, exactly. You're so that. right. If it yeah. if it ranks number one on Google, regardless it if right. it's true or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, well, this it must, must be, be true right. because yeah. it's the first thing. So. Or someone paid for it to be true. So it ranks number one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 exactly. Yeah. And that's oh, the wow. sort of, and, and that's why it's really interesting to hear about this from your perspective, mm-hmm. being someone that's worked in public relations and marketing and advertising, you know why Google is the way it is. Yep. And a lot of people use Google, you know, here's the Bible or God, <laughs> and then here is Google. Like, you know, it, it, people put it really oh, up yeah. on that kind of all-knowing, you know, the eye, all-seeing eye yep, sort that's of Google. thing. Definitely. And we're all over here saying, Mm-mm, that's not how Google works. You take with a like, grain of salt, you know. Yeah, because take it people pay a lot of money. Yeah. People pay for the right SEO. Mm. And, you know, there's a reason why it ranks Girl. that way. Yep. When just parents. trending, you know, if something is yeah. trending, then all of a sudden that's that's the only thing that is valid, and everything else that's not associated with that trend um, isn't worthy of being mentioned. But that's not true. Yeah, so, so there you go, everyone. <laughs> Just a bit of uh, business in there. Yeah, uh, mission accomplished. So when did, oh, I think. Oh, was it me? Oh, right. Yeah, yes. this is your question. <laughs> no, I just wanted to know, well, we both wanted to know. When did you realize that you needed to embrace the art of not knowing, especially being a parent? Because you want, you know, you want to know everything to take care of this cute little bundle of joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But of course, you're human, so you can't. But it's hard to not try to not know. When? Um, I feel that probably, I want to say in my late teens, and even when I started university, I, mm-hmm. you know, had this, you know, trinkling, you know, philosophy in me. You, you know, outside of parenting, you know, every every phase of our life, we, we go through the unknown. And that's the whole point. You know, you when you when you finish one chapter, you're going on to the next. But that doesn't mean that you're always prepared for that next chapter. So I feel, you know, during my university days, it's it's a you know big bad new school. Everyone's coming from a small school, and all of a sudden it's you know widespread. There, there are so many more students, and you're just trying to, you know, find your voice. And you know that you have to just, you know, take on that path 
with without any knowledge of what's actually going to happen. You can't predict what's going to happen to you. Uh, and then as you progress into adulthood, that, you know, seems to be something that you're, you're facing day after day, week after week, month, year, etc. But I think when I, when I really accepted that it's okay, you know, you kind of put on this, you know, facade, you have a wall, you still don't know who you are. Um, and then what I felt, you know, parenthood does to a person is it does accelerate them. It's still a life experience, but, you know, people can experience that through, through other, other types of life experiences. But mm. what parenthood did to me was it kind of solidified or kind of crystallized that philosophy. Um, and I think that happened after I had my second, after my, you know, when you have your first, it's a whirlwind and you're really just trying to take it all in. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so my daughter was, she just turned three when I had my son and it was a really nice period of time to, you know, to learn, to develop yourself and to help develop this human yeah. being that you, you, you know, spend every single day with. Yeah. And then, you know, through all of those experiences and, and honestly having a lot of guidance, um, which I couldn't have done by myself when I had my second going through that experience i think that's when i said to myself i've been around the block i get it but this isn't going to be exactly how it was the first time you know i'm not going to go through the same experiences whether those experiences were positive or negative and when i realized that i knew that this was something that i'm just going to keep on doing and i do that and i do it to this very day whether it's parenting, whether it's work, whether it's my relationships and even interests that I have, if I want to try something and I have no idea what I'm doing, but there's this gut feeling inside of me telling me to do it, just give it a try. But yeah. I think that was my turning point. And I'm very grateful for that. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That is such wow. like having very that cool. experience to yeah. make you have that realization and be aware of that is truly that that is yeah. a gift i mean i'm sure at the time mm. um it doesn't feel like that i think no. <laughs> but once you disassociate and yes and yeah. they usually happen i'll tell you they usually happen when you're you're probably in a really bad place whether you're surrounded by crying or something yeah like that. that's true you know your kids oh. could be sick and i think for for many parents and especially in the last two years the number one thing you don't want for your kids is to get sick and if they do you have no idea what to do sometimes. You think that you figured out you know, what could be wrong with them and then it turns out to be something else. And it's really in those situations that are not happy-go-lucky, they're not fluffy, you're not doing something fun with you know, your family. It's usually when, when you're in a bit of a rough spot. When That's true, yeah. That yeah. yeah. It's okay that I don't know. So I gotta figure out where to go, who to go to, to find a solution. Very yeah. true, yeah. Yeah, I have a question that is actually not a planned question. So get ready. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> you're doing such a great job that you're inspiring like new questions. You know what? Every day is a new day for me. So I I have been well prepared mentally to expect the <laughs> unknown. <laughs> yeah. the job whether I wanted it or not. <laughs> no, I what I would like to know, and I think mm. a lot of people would like to know, is how do you find time or space for you mm -hmm. because I think sometimes too a lot of not only moms right. but because you know we're talking about moms right. but everybody has this thing especially 
um, with the pandemic, people found it hard to understand the idea of balance. Right. And, you know, just because you're a mom, you're, you're a mom it, it doesn't mean that you can't have time for you time yeah. um, doing the things you love. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you find the time? Because filling your cup is so important. Ooh. When you fill your cup, your kids will actually be oh yeah more Especially you know you'll feel mom. more filled to say oh well mom's happy when yeah. she's doing yeah. whatever yeah especially as a mom it's important yes. to fill your cup yeah uh it's very hard to to balance and when they say it takes a village it really takes a village uh when you need help you ask for it and the same thing also goes when you do want to have time to yourself and i think what um you know, every everyone's experience is different, and I really want to emphasize that because it really is a fact. Um, you know, what works for me doesn't work for someone else, and, and even the the things that I find um, are things that would, um, you know, give me satisfaction to know that I had this alone time to do it. You know, whatever shape or form that's in, that's what what I like. Um, finding balance is hard, and the reason, to, and I think the the key is is to choose that you can't do everything that you want when you want it because other people rely on you. And when when you do realize that you are needed, um, you have to organize yourself. And that again is, is easier said than done. And to choose when you want to do something um, because A, to tell yourself that you deserve to do that and to find a way for it to, to work within your life. So when, right. you know, when you know that, you know, your kids need you, you know, 80% of the day, but then that 20% of the day, usually when they're sleeping is when you can either <laughs> even go out, step out, or, you know, find that time in the bathroom to do something to yourself. Yeah. I, I came up with a, with a term that, you know, I hope many can, incorporate and it was a phrase that I kept telling myself to to say that you know it's okay that I wanted to step out for an hour to to walk or to work out and things that I took for granted now became extra work that I had to plug in and play time in for and that phrase that I came up with was um it's okay to be selfish to be selfless it's something and I don't know if it exists so I'm I'm not going to take credit for it right but I, I, it's something that I, I repeat all the time. Be, it's okay to be selfish, to be selfless, because when you feel or look or act a way that makes you feel really positive, you're only going to do better for yourself. And it's not just for parenting. I think we can, we can say the same for, for work. If you feel that there's a way that you want to dress or put yourself together for, or your physical health, if you know by eating a certain way changes the way that your mind is or reading or, or whatever that outlet is. It's mm-hmm. okay to set aside time for, for that outlet and to, to be able to balance that all. So, but you can't do that with without help and support. And and I think that's where where that really comes into, into play. So asking for, for that help um, allows you to find that balance. Or like I said, when the kids go to sleep. <laughs> I it's okay to stay up until you know 1 a.m. watching that show. <laughs> 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 Morning, but uh, it's a bit confused. 
Uh, I guess you can't watch Ozark with the kitties. Uh, not playing. exactly. <laughs> not exactly. No, no, with them, we're oh. it's all about Kanto right now. That's that. no Kanto. <laughs> everywhere. Uh, that is so cool. Wow. Okay. The next question: How did relationships play a role in parenting for you? So you know, just still jumping off of um, some of the other relationship related um, items that we've already talked about, it really is, you know, it's, it plays a a major role in in who you are because those close relationships that you have, family, spouse, you know, extended friends who are there for you, they pretty much are on the front lines with you. They become the extended version of you. And when it comes to parenting, like I said, when you don't know everything, you are you're coming to people. These are people in your life who, you know, are that, you know, extra arm. They're that extra support system. So, you know, having those really close relationships um, mean the world because they become heroes in your eyes. When you're, when you're having a bad day or you don't know what you're doing, these are the people who, who are going to be there for you. Um, you know, again, through, through thick and thin. And when I said it takes a village, it really does. And every every family or, or every parenting system has a group of people who, who do that for them and for their children. So relationships are are really important. And you know, you you are a blank canvas when you when you are a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how, you know, when when I when I think visually, you know, what parenting is like at the very beginning, you really are a blank canvas because this little being that comes into your life is also a blank canvas. So you have people around you who, who are going to help, you know, paint that picture that's constantly going to be adjusted and, you know, fixed up. And, and that's kind of how I've, I've seen that. So I, you know, through my personal experiences, I feel really lucky. I feel really grateful. Um, and I think what's also really important, the relationships that you have in your life and that you bring into your life when you have kids, you also have to let those people not just, you know, be there for you when when it's good, mm-hmm. uh, when it's great. And you also should accept that those people are there to help you. And when you need help, you have to also hear it when you don't want to hear it. And it's important yeah. to hear uh, constructive feedback because mm-hmm. it's going to shape you how you're going to do that. So it's not always about, you know, hearing, oh, you're doing really great today. You know, great. It's okay. Honestly, it's okay sometimes for, for someone to tell you, you know, you shouldn't have done that or what did you think about this and let's you know why don't you figure out how how this could maybe be better because it's only going to be better for you right the people who are in your life who, who are helping you especially when you have really small children they're really trying to to be there for you um and it's okay to also hear the the things that you know you you can do better at so yeah. bottom line you know relationships are major Yes, yes. It's a I, huge role. I yeah. really do believe that. I think we we need each other. Definitely. You know, as as a whole. And people I don't know. People. <laughs> That's yeah, people, people need people. And I don't know what your world would be in oh my raising goodness. a human without about a village relationships yeah yeah I, I think that's such an important an important point you absolutely yeah. um i'm going off script again <laughs> better question for you here i love it so your how old is your your eldest these are seven she's seven. seven she's seven 
what's the last piece of advice or what do you feel is the best advice you've given her since, you know, she's, she's, <laughs> she's popped into my life. <laughs> you know, what's really funny uh, you say that. Um, so my daughter, she just turned seven. So she's in grade mm-hmm. one going mm-hmm. to two, and she came into grade one. Um, and this is the first year that she's learning about the concept of tests. Ah. in the beginning not just her but you know all the kids in in her class they they were terrified of these tests they said you know what if i get a bad mark or what is this you know something bad gonna happen to me so i mean they're they're six six and seven year olds their their imaginations wild (laughs) on a daily basis like 24 7 and you know interestingly enough you know she's really now excited about tests but what's happened is that you know she wants always to get a perfect mark or she always wants to be perfect at something. So that, you know, mini perfectionist, which stems down from me as well, um, you know, I'm already seeing that that in her. And I guess the last piece of advice that I gave her was, you know, last week she had a math test and we studied a lot. And that's another parenting phase that I'm starting to get into is actually homework and just trying ah, to remember yeah. that. That's where I, I will use Google when I have to sometimes. That's, that's where Google <laughs> might play a part. academic purposes, homework. academic purposes. Yes, yeah, that's it. It was, it was the lesson of you don't have to be perfect. And again, it's it's funny. I mean, it's, it's even related to what we're talking about, but it's okay to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, Little kids now, and especially, and sometimes even thinking, you know, they're, they're, they're so small, you know, they're, they haven't, you know, entered into that age group where, you know, comparing yourself is a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, something I've noticed that just because of the day and age that we live in, you know, the, you know, kids of all ages, they're, they're catching that comparison book yes, and they, they have a lot around them and it is what it is. So it's, it's up to us to really just, you know, pave the way as best as possible. But that piece of advice that I gave her was it's okay to make mistakes. Don't get mad at yourself. Um, it's, and it's not just math. It's going to be English. It's going to be French. It's going to be science. It's going to be life. You know, you're going to make, she's getting into, you know, we've got extracurriculars and she always, you know, when, when you do things in a group and it's the same idea, you know, how come, you know, so-and-so is, is dancing better than I am, or I can't uh, use all properly or something, but yeah. it's, 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 it's the start of something that's, you're, you're going to be telling, you know, them for, for a very long time. So that's, that's, that's what I'm going through right now. You know, just trying to teach them that mistakes are okay. Mistakes are okay. Yeah. And it's amazing Absolutely. that, you know, so many of us, we, yeah. we've heard that, you know, when we oh, were yeah. little and, we're all still here. Yeah. Still here trying to fight it. Like you turn out okay. <laughs> Which is okay. It's okay. And it's right. okay. It's okay to be okay. You're, you're gonna turn okay and you're gonna turn out great. But it's it's also okay to go through that okay phase for as long as it's supposed to last for you. Yeah. So true. So that's not only for all the little seven-year-olds out there. That's, that's for, for everyone. All of us. Oh yeah. And it's, <laughs> that's it's for a piece of advice that you Sometimes, you know, you don't, you don't want to hear it or you're, you're not in, in the right mindset, but I think it's safe to say that when you, when you come around or when, when the, the time is right for you, when you get into that mindset, um, it really helps you to, to work wonders and it's, and everyone's got a different definition of it. And that's also really important. It's about defining what does okay mean for you? What does, what does great mean for you or what any, you know, type of emotion or feeling that you have what you know what definition do you have that for yourself and allow that to come to you 
you know, whatever you're experiencing that day. Yeah. Wow. 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 Oh. Us on a Monday, which is like always like the hardest oh. in the week. <laughs> at the beginning of the week, or maybe it's like, you know, I'm really positive at the beginning of the week, but it's, uh, <laughs> I know that's, that, that's kind of, you know, where, where my mind goes when it comes to yeah. yeah, we love that. And Fantastic. we want to thank you again, Mia, for doing this, yes, for chatting with us. And just know that we're wishing you the best Mother's Day. Keep on being yes. you. Yes. And you, you're a great uh, personality. You oh my gosh, yes. Are yeah. And again, oh gosh, you have yes. been such an awesome friend to us through the years. So thank yes. you for doing this. And thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. And of course, as usual, you were great. So no, oh, you, yeah. I just wanted to to say also the two of you really. I I love the mindset that the two of you have and and I really respect the the work that you do so it really means a lot honestly from the bottom of my heart to to be here so and I also wish you know all of the the mothers in your life as well a beautiful mother's day it should be celebrated every day but uh okay we'll get some extra special treatment on, <laughs> on that. Yes. Why not? yes why yes, not looking forward to spoiling our mom uh, yes. this weekend too <laughs> and um thank you so thank much thank you so again. much mia if you enjoyed our conversation be sure to listen in next week follow us wherever you listen to podcasts we are on youtube and instagram just search our handles hercastle girls and bright mindset project check out our website brightmindsetproject.com to book free clarity calls and see what one-on-one group programs are available stay bright